Welcome to Americans in Germany drinking whiskey. This is Jeff. And this is Alex. <laughs> Question mark. Tis the season, Jeff. We will be talking about Oktoberfest. Oh, yeah. Yes, because it is now October. Oktoberfest takes place in September. We'll yeah. tell you more about it later. Unfortunately, this year was canceled, but we'll be talking about it as if it was still as, going. As if it wasn't. Like, yeah. we're going to be going soon, even though we're absolutely not. So grab a beer and let's go. And we're back. This is episode 36. 36, yeah. Uh, this week's episode is brought to you, of course, by Koya Insurance. I've been a customer of Koya, you know, since before we even started the podcast. It's pretty cool, actually. And I'd recommend them to any expats living in Germany. Anybody who needs home insurance, private liability insurance, bike theft insurance, pretty much all the important stuff that you need to live as an adult. Yeah, we're, we're in Germany. In in Germany. Insurance is sexy here. Yeah. Now, everything in Koya is in English, including the insurance policies, the website, the app, uh, customer support. Uh, it's, it's fantastic, which is why I chose them about a year ago. Which honestly is so nice because getting insurance here is usually, you know, it's difficult when everything's in German. You have all this very specific German terminology. Yes, like so having the terms and services. Law German, yeah. Exactly. Having all of that in English is... Uh, as a godsend. Yeah. Now, last year, there were over 28,000 bicycles stolen in Berlin alone. How many? 28,000. Wow. And uh, my own bike was unfortunately stolen a couple of years ago, less than a year after I purchased it. Oh. Uh, it was the one time I didn't properly, properly lock my bike. And of course, I had allowed my bike insurance to expire three weeks before. Dude. True story. Dude. So don't make the same mistake as me. To learn more, please go to koya.com, that is C-O-Y-A.com, and now, here we are. Here we are. What's up? Hello, everybody. You know, first thing we want to do is just thank all of our amazing fans. You know, I think we don't do it enough. Just thank True. you for <clears throat> for listening, for sending us message. Uh, you guys are fantastic. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think we, you know, we do a lot of uh, shout outs every episode, but I don't think we've done a general thank you to the fans. So, uh yeah, thanks everyone who's listening. We really appreciate all the listens. You know, we check every day who's listening from where, and it's always super exciting to see, you know, the different countries of people listening, and uh, and it, it keeps us motivated to keep going. And uh, here, here we are. And so it's you know it's it's yeah. been a few lots of months now. Yeah, and we and we know you guys don't like ads, but we would not partner with somebody who we didn't think would truly be valuable for you guys. Right. Partners like Koya really help us to keep making great content because, you know, there are exp- we don't do we don't partner to make profits. We just do it to help pay the expenses, the monthly expenses that we have. One of the biggest one is, of course, There's being that whiskey, that whiskey bottles, whiskey, Whiskey's not cheap, you know, oddly enough. Not cheap. Yeah. Especially when you're buying at the level we're buying a bottle a week. I don't think it's a normal amount to buy Some for people, most might, people. Might be, uh might be low. I don't know. I mean, so, I guess it could be. Some yeah. people might have a problem. I don't know. <laughs> Anyways, um, there's been some new developments in Berlin happening recently. Yeah, some uh, some uh, news and tidbits for yeah, you. Yeah, here's some news and tidbits. Uh, according to the BFL Gay, who run the, the Berlin something something, who run the... Um, you know, the Berlin public transport, right. the subways, the trams, the buses, etc. Yep. Uh, 98% of riders are now wearing masks. I don't know where they get a number from, but that's what they said. So I'll believe them, I guess. I mean, they run all the stuff. They did a survey, apparently. I mean, not a survey, but, you know, they physically went and did a count, yeah. uh, supposedly. And, you know, I don't know. I'd say most of the time that's true, uh, but it depends. Yeah. Late at night, people tend to get lazy. Yeah, but I, I think that actually, like, based on my experience riding the S-Bahn, which is not BFL gay, but both, you know, that's mm-hmm. my new bond uh, I see, yeah, probably about 90% of people wearing them. So that's cool. Which is nice. I saw someone the other day not wearing one. I was kind of staring her down. 
hoping she'd get uncomfortable, but she didn't notice. Yeah, I'm guessing they wouldn't care if you even said anything anyways. Yeah, probably not. Also, the BFLG was on strike yesterday, so that's annoying. Yeah, yeah, very annoying. But, you know, they're trying to make that... Make those green, that green back. Hey, I'm not gonna, um, I'm not gonna shame anybody for striking. Get it is the what money. It is. Get hey, the money you deserve. Get a bicycle. <laughs> get uh, a bicycle. <laughs> now, a quick shout out to Travis from California. Sent us a very nice email saying how much he liked the show. And apparently, back in the day, he lived in uh, Bayreuth, I believe it was, uh, near the Nuremberg, Bavaria area. We have very good beer. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Um, but this was back in the early 2000s. And he says, listening to our podcast brings back good memories. So it's really uh, sweet. thanks for the message. Yeah, yeah. That, 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 that's really sweet. I like yeah. that. Uh, another shout out is um, to Ian, who is from New York. Sent us a message today, actually, before we started recording. Well, oddly enough, he said, from New York and Toronto. Joe, don't, don't know what that means. I, maybe he's from New York, lived in Toronto, or from Toronto, lived in New York. Now, now the way he lives in Berlin now. Let's just say New York. Yeah, very fresh to Berlin. So he said it's been, uh, he's enjoying it. He's looking forward to the to the dark winter coming up. Yeah, so welcome, Ian. Welcome, and enjoy. Thanks for listening, man. Yeah, thanks yeah. for listening. Appreciate it. And, uh, you know, a little shout out to uh, David, who brought us some very interesting news. Apparently yeah. in Dresden... Now, I want to say end of September, early October is is opening, finally, uh, one of the largest, or not, sorry, the largest whiskey distillery in Germany by wow. far, by, you know, 10 uh, fold. Uh, oh, wow. A very huge distillery. I think it's called the uh, Dresden, it's a hard word to say. Dresdner whiskey, Dresdner, Dresdner whiskey, which refers to somebody from Desner, Dresden, right? As like a Berliner is probably somebody from Berlin, you know. Yeah. Um, but that's the name of the brand. And anyways, they have this huge new whiskey distillery, and their plan is to pump out many millions of bottles of whiskey. We'll and have to get our hands on one sometime soon. Yeah, give it a taste because they have a lot of a big variation. So that'll be interesting. Maybe oh, cool. perhaps someday we'll go take a visit. That's, Who, yeah, I'm, I'm totally down to do, yeah. to do another whiskey tour. That was. That was a really good time. Oh, yeah. Um, another awesome development is the head of the new Berlin airport has confirmed it will be open October 31st. And Tegel, unfortunately, will be closing November 8th. Yeah, about a week later. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I, I read the interview because they kept, you know, because as or maybe you guys don't know, uh, this this airport is opening ooh about eight years late and uh, yeah. several billion dollars over budget. I, and, I think we've talked about it a million times yeah. on a few, a few different episodes, but yeah. Yeah, but so so the interviewer was like, is it really opening? Because we've heard this before. And he's like, no, it is opening. There's nothing in the way. And he said they're looking forward to uh, kind of getting past the big shame of being involved with this thing. <laughs> I mean, could and you, could just you, like, having a running airport that people don't make fun of on a constant basis. Yeah, could, could they have have had like worse press ever? No, well, but but how how much uh, just corruption and delays and construction mishaps can you have? You I know, know it's, it's ridiculous, and especially for Germany, it's like such a black eye on the on the kind of. Uh, the face of a, the, the, the German, German engineer. Efficiency, yeah, as, the German efficiency, as I like to say it. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. So that will be open. So cool. give it a month and you will fly into what looks like an average airport. But for us, it is for a us, big improvement. It's going to be crazy modern. Even if it looks like it's from 1998, it will look way more modern. <laughs> yeah. So I'm, 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 pretty, uh, I'm pretty excited for it. Yeah, me too. I'm going to look forward to, to flying in and out of there. Um, now, another unfortunate news, as we all know, uh, corona cases worldwide, but even in Germany and in Berlin are definitely on the rise. Yeah. Um, so they've just today announced new regulations 
for Berlin involving, um, you know, indoor private gatherings, that sort of thing, limitations on the amount Restaurants of people. Restaurants and bars also have more limitations, I've read as well. Exactly. Um, yeah. and, uh, and all that. So uh, we're not getting to lockdown style, but there are some new regulations that are coming in. Yep. So, of course, that's a sign that we're moving the wrong direction, but... Uh, yeah. Uh, l- luckily, we can still record the way we are right now. We're not doing anything illegal at the moment. Yes. But hopefully in the future, we will not have to do the uh, the Google Hangout podcast again. But we're prepared. So but we are prepared. We've, we, we've, we've done it before. We, we can, know it works. Yeah. We, can, we can do it again. Yeah. Won't be a problem, Jeff. We got it. Uh, and also, by the time this episode is released, uh, it will have been, on October 3rd, German Reunification Day. So the day the wall came down and Germany came back together again. Yeah, east and west, back all cozy together. Exactly. Now, the stupid thing is, um, in Germany, things like that are a public holiday. Yes. But when it naturally falls on a weekend, they don't push it to a weekday to give you a day off like they do in the U.S. So True. it's fallen on a Saturday this this year, so there will be no days off for anybody. No. Yeah, this year kind of... Uh for vacation days kind of screwed me over because mm. New Year's falls on like a Friday or something like that. I think Halloween, but that's not a, well, a holiday. That's not a holiday. That's, like, no, no, I mean, but, but I mean, like a lot of uh, things like this are falling on weekends this year, oddly enough. And it's 2020, you know, no, no, nothing can go right. <sighs> yeah. Man, oh, man. Anyways, uh, let's move on. Yes. Um, I want to hear about what you've been up to for the past uh, past week. Not much, you know, because uh, as, as we've mentioned last time, you know, Berlin winters rolling it's coming. in. It's It's getting there slowly, uh, but it's getting there. Yeah. So, you know, the weather on the weekends is now gray and cold, not freezing, but cold. And it's getting dark so early. And, yeah. Getting dark early. It's a little rainy. Yeah. And so like now naturally in the weekends come, you kind of just want to be cozy at home. And it's like, it's like putting, it's like sucking the energy out of you, you know, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. So this past weekend, we didn't do a whole lot, but, uh, we went to a, uh, Herbstfest, which is, means autumn festival. Um, basically, in Berlin every year, and this actually fits with our theme, uh, they have a kind of faux Oktoberfest, a right. very small, small, tiny, tiny, fake version of Oktoberfest. And, and to explain that real quick, a lot of people think that Oktoberfest is a German thing. And I mean, yeah, it is, but it's mostly a Munich it's a Bavarian, Bavarian tradition. Right. So it's, so it's not a big thing up here in, in Berlin, but they still have, you know, some tents and stuff. We'll talk about it. Yeah. yeah. Again, very small, just for mostly for kind of tourists and the few Berliners who really want to get into it. That's fun. But, but anyway, so this year, of course, last minute, they had to cancel it due to Corona. So they basically just rebranded it as a autumn festival. <laughs> Which and, is so smart. It's such a brilliant yeah. thing to do. And But they, of course, removed all the tents. So basically, but it has all the food stalls and the little outdoor rides and stuff. But just everything is now outdoors. And even, yeah. out, even outdoors, we're, we were required to wear masks. Um, so, uh, yeah, so they, they, uh, followed regulations to a T, um, so everyone was staying safe, but, uh, but yeah, they, they replaced the tents with, uh, uh, one of these mini roller coasters, not like one of the baby, like for childhood ones, but yeah, yeah. it was actually, and we rode it and it was actually had some good dips in it. It was, it was fun. pretty fun. Yeah. And, was it one of those like mouse roller coasters or called mouse something? I know what you mean. I don't know if technically it was or if it was slightly bigger than uh, than one of those. Um, but it had a sign claiming it. It was the largest mobile roller coaster in Germany. It's a weird claim. Don't know if that's true or not. Because uh, cool. Because if you go to the if you go to the real Oktoberfest, they have a roller coaster there that is massive. It's mobile. And uh, well, it's not there. That's true. During non so it technically mobile. Mm. Um, that one seems bigger. So, but anyways, but it, it was it, the. It, it wasn't like the best of times, but you know we're hanging out with friends. We had a couple beers, sure. uh, rode a few rides, and got yourself uh, a nice um, pretzel, giant hot dog. 
Actually, I got a, uh, some churros. Very German. Yeah, actually not German at all. <laughs> but freaking awesome, fresh-made churros, really good. Nice. So anyways, kind of a slow weekend. How about you? Uh, yeah, I went to um, really, really far west Germany near, like a little bit past Bremen in a small town called Schottens to visit some friends. Almost near the the Dutch border, it seems. Almost at yeah. the Dutch border, yeah. yeah. Probably, I'm assuming about an hour drive from Dutch border. Uh, yeah, and they have a little two-year-old daughter, so I went to celebrate her birthday. Uh, went to this little town called Jeva, which is also a German beer, delicious. Well, pretty good. Yeah. Uh, J-E-V-E-R, so we went to there. Walked around a bit, celebrated her birthday. It was a really lovely weekend. The weather was actually really nice. I know it's pouring in Berlin, but there near the water, near the ocean where the weather is usually terrible, Weird. was beautiful and it's clear. And, you know, yeah. it's nice to get out of the city sometimes. They live in like a house, like in the, you know, uh, their backyard. It's like a, looks like a big farm. It's oh, not a farm, out, but yeah. like a big, you know, grassy area behind them. And yeah. Get a nice, really fresh air. I looked at the air quality in my app. Where usually in Berlin it says bad, and there it said very good. Nice. And you can just you can you know you can you can especially you can smell it especially you know in autumn where that you get that really crispy awesome oh, yeah. air you know. So it, it was really nice, uh, relaxed, chill weekend, which I really um, feel like I needed recently. Yeah, yeah, it sounds lovely. Yeah, right on. Uh, but you know, speaking of lovely things, yes, there it is. What do we got today? <laughs> I was hoping you were gonna say that. Um, today we have Elijah Craig. Not a human, but a whiskey. The bourbon. The I, bourbon. It's a bourbon, right? Yeah. It's a bourbon. It's a small batch from 1789, so pretty old. Kentucky so straight bourbon. this bottle has been aged 250 years. Oh, yes. No, I'm just joking. It costs $7,000. Um, the bottle is beautiful. Doesn't say a lot. Really simple, classy bottle. Yep. It just says, um, yeah, Elijah Craig, father of bourbon, first to char oak barrels. I know that. And they have a few Elijah Craig. Does it say what? Because I know there's like the 12 year or whatever. Does it just. Oh, oh, oh it's the small batch. It's, it's, a, like, small, it's a small, small batch. batch. Okay. It's made in true small batches for balance and smoothness. 47% alcohol. Love it. And it's. This is by far my favorite cork. It is, it is a nice, wide. It's, it's like if you took a cork and you like smushed it yeah. and it like smushed out into like a, this wide yeah it's, it's a nice cool. dark it, color of it, wood it, yeah. yeah it's wood like it's, it even has a signature of Elijah Greatly that right there on the top oh beautiful yeah it's beautiful Ooh. so let's pop this uh, Bad Larry open hello Ooh, that was one of the best that's top three openings we don't have that list but we should that's yeah that's the website I'm pointing this right in front of my new mic it sounds great Ooh, right? Totally worth it. Ooh, I can smell from here. I didn't even have to come near. Oh, it's, it definitely stanks Wait. in a good way. Mm. Ooh. Let's go. Jesus. All right. Hey. <laughs> Are you surprised? Yeah. <laughs> That was that was the best reaction ever. Hey, I mean, I think that's the first time. I think that's the first time I've had a um, a bourbon and actually really, really enjoyed my first sip. Because usually, usually it takes oh. me a while, you know. This one I really enjoyed the first sip. I wish you all saw his face. It, it was like it was like a child on Christmas morning, and like wow. you you opened the present and it was like it was like the, <laughs> that that one big one that you'd ask but you thought you wouldn't get, you know. And then you're like, Nintendo hey. 64. Yeah. yeah, like your parents told you it was like out of stock, but you open it and there it is. And you're like, hey. Yeah. Oh, that's good. Wait, wait, before. Okay, I gotta take that. Yeah, I, it's, it, 
I, I, this first, yeah, like I said, I usually when I have a bourbon, it takes me um, about an episode to really get into it. But That's I, I'm a, really enjoying that first taste. Oh, Alex. Oops. Sorry, that was Alex's phone. We're going to silence that bad boy. No, it wasn't. But yeah, um, I'm the same. I'm not a huge bourbon guy, but this is, I just say it again, wow. but lovely. This it's is, lovely. Yeah, really wow. good. Cool. Okay. Um, before we get started into our topic of Oktoberfest, Please uh, remember to give us a uh, five-star rating so if you're, you're so inclined. You're starting to sound like an NPR. Like you, you really got know, quiet. Right? You're like, welcome to the NPR welcome. hour. Yeah. Uh, to jazz Sorry, hour. sorry to interrupt. Uh, please please re- repeat yourself. If you feel so inclined, please uh, give us a five-star ranking on uh, Apple Podcasts because they're the only podcasting that has actually, actually has reviews. It's weird. Um, uh, check out our... Instagram, maybe? Check out our Instagram. Mm. Yeah. Uh, Americans at americans.in.germany.podcast mm-hmm. check out our Facebook give us a little follow like up there and as always please check out the website Jeff puts a lot of work in there and it has a bunch of extras some cool photos uh, every ranking from our whiskey and every whiskey that we drank since episode one till now some little blurbs what we say about the whiskey the ranking even though as we've explained the rankings are kind of like whose lines anyway they really don't matter there are gut reactions but they're still there yeah um and that is agdwpodcast.com yeah we should do after after andrew last week we should make it de but it's too late yeah so oktoberfest oktoberfest which i'm sure a lot of you have maybe heard of don't know a lot about i'm sure you, most of you have you just know people are getting drunk uh, intense and that's all maybe all you know about it and so oktoberfest is a bunch of people getting drunk intense we'll see you next week for episode 37. Give us a review. No. Uh, yeah, so we're going to give you kind of a basic breakdown so we have a foundation of where yeah, to start, of right? what is Oktoberfest and why the hell does it exist? Right. So let's start. So Oktoberfest is the world's largest Volksfest. Now, Volksfest meaning kind of people's festival yep. um, slash beer festival. So the world's largest. And it is a very important part of Bavarian culture. Yeah. Um. And I'll give you a bit of the very quick origins of it, of, of, of Oktoberfest. So back in 1810, King Ludwig I married Therese of Sachse Hildburghausen. 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 Yeah. Uh, they invited all the people of Munich to come and celebrate with them, and the wedding was celebrated on a large field in front of the city gates. That's very nice of them, actually, to. Uh, usually, royalty doesn't care about the common folk, yeah, so they, that's actually quite nice. All of Munich, imagine doing that now. That'd be yeah. ridiculous. And every year after, in October, there was an event held in honor. Uh, to honor the royal couple. And over time, the event transformed into an overall Volksfest slash beer festival, which is pretty crazy. Like, kind of random story, but we're here today. Yeah, but it's, it's funny because I'm sure a lot of people who've even been to Oktoberfest don't really know what where, to, where it started, and it really just was yeah. a big wedding celebration. You know? yeah, 200, over 200 years old, which is crazy. And it kept going. Well, I mean, imagine... I mean, having this huge event, which the royals are probably like providing all the this great food and beer and stuff. And, oh, yeah. and you're like, we got to do this again. You know, yeah, like, true. Yeah. Like, like, how could we not have this every year? You, know? you, you ask them like in the second one, you're like, hey, um, Teresa from Sachsen Heidelberghausen, are you going to pay for our beers again this year? Now, if she marries King Ludwig, is she now Teresa Ludwig? I don't know. I think she's probably now dead. What? <laughs> No shit. Uh, but but one thing is in Bavaria and Munich, they actually don't use the term Oktoberfest. They call it the 
Wiesen. See that? I didn't know. Yeah, like when I when I uh, when I lived interesting because I lived in Munich for ooh, I think it was like seven eight months something like that. And yeah, yeah and you, you just hear everybody like, oh, you heading down to the Wiesen? Let's go to the Wiesen, Wiesen. Um, and this is actually an ab- abbreviation of the large f- uh, fields where the event is held. Now the ah. f- the field is named after the princess who got married, um, and it's it's actually in English called Teresa's Meadow. It's the uh, Theresen Wiese. And so that's so, what comes fast. Yeah. And so Wiesen is just short for, not, they removed her name. It's just the, the short version of the, the meadow. And so that's how well known Oktoberfest is. They just say, hey, let's do you want to head to down the to the meadow. You know, yeah. yeah, it makes sense. Um, so, like I mentioned a little bit before, although it's called, you know, everyone knows it's Oktoberfest, yeah. it actually takes place in um, September nowadays because um, of just better weather. Yeah, yeah, I believe it. It's, it originally was all in October, but then yeah. they realized, eh, if you bump it a few weeks, we're we're not you're not guaranteed, but you're more likely to get at For least sure. a few days of, and of nice- Oktoberfest. Sounds better than Septemberfest. True. Yeah. But um, but yeah, yeah. but but it, it so it's it starts uh, on the second to last Saturday of every September, and it lasts sixteen to eighteen days. It really depends on uh, some very specifics that I forget. It's it's like. Uh, on which day the last Sunday or the first Sunday in Mar- March or sorry of s- October yep. lands and blah, blah blah like so uh, depending on where that date lands it could bump it from 16 days to 18 days yeah but, so but it's it, more it, than it, two it, weeks it, I mean. yeah it, it does bleed over into October a bit yeah. but most of the thing is um, it's September right yeah so to give you like an example of the size of this event so it's it is huge it's enormous like yeah. it's unbelievably enormous and we say tents and I remember when I first heard about it, I thought of like like a little tiny temple. They're like, they're giant event halls. That's actually a tent. It's 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 crazy. Right. But anyways, give an example of the size of it. The average, on average, over 6 million people attend during its two-week run. In so two weeks? In two weeks. Yeah. And over 7 million liters of beer are consumed. That's, I mean, think about that. Now, for all of you back home, um, we were like, ah, what's a liter? Okay, so in a liter, there's about three standard American beers, if you think about it, because a yeah. standard American beer is a point three liter. A little liter. bit more, yeah. So there's about three beers in a liter, so seven million liters, that's 21 million beers. But to be honest, if there's six million visitors and seven million liters, that means everyone's having less than a liter. But this thing's like, because what we'll get to later is that some people, they actually don't come to Oktoberfest to get drunk. They go on the rides, they... they they just enjoy the the festival part too, of it, yeah. you know. Plus, kids they're not drinking, right? Because there's plenty of people that drink five to ten liters, so I, they're making up for the people who are True. drinking nothing. And you can also get wine there if you want to. True, if you're not. Like when my girlfriend, she got wine. She doesn't drink beer, so right. That's nice. Also, like to show how big it is, um, the Oktoberfest or the Visa grounds on the colloquial, the Visa grounds, yeah, are 420. 420,000 square meters, which is roughly around four and a half million square feet. That is huge. It's enormous. Like it is it's laughably big. Yeah. Just to go drink overpriced beer. It's yeah. amazing. I'd recommend you all if, if if you if you type Munich and and you go to the kind of Google Google Earth view of Munich and, oh, you, yeah. and you actually look at the fields, you'll see how truly mass massive it is. Because like really? the rest of the year, it's mostly it's just an empty field right like it's just it's just there like a park yeah, yeah like and for other events they'll use maybe like tenth of the space you know for a smaller event sure. but um when you when you look at that and imagine it full you know it's uh it's quite a thing to be unbelievable yeah and um 
And uh, another reality is, uh, of course, there's a lot of people drinking and having maybe too good of time. So <laughs> on average, over 6,000 people are treated by the Oktoberfest uh, medical teams. Many, no surprise, are suffering from uh, acute over-intoxication of alcohol. <laughs> acute over-intoxication <laughs> of alcohol. Oh, my goodness. But, but yeah, so as you mentioned, right, what would be the equivalent term in Volks, Volksfest in the U.S.? Festival? Festival, I guess. Fair. Yeah. Or imagine, the, imagine the biggest fair you ever yeah, saw in yeah. your life. Think about yeah. it. It's more, yeah, it's more of a fair than like a festival. I think people will associate a festival with like techno. This is like a big, um, yeah, yeah, like a fair. It's a yeah. fair. Imagine the tiny fair you have, you know, in your little city in Kentucky and times by a million. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And that's why. So there's 14 large or main tents and they're there every year and they're sponsored by different beers sometimes right yeah yeah they're sponsored by uh the large main breweries but only bavarian breweries are only, allowed. of course only bavarian yeah and you know breweries like um you have the hofbräu house uh, Löwenbräu, spaten yeah uh, which even some of you back in the states probably have heard of those beers as well these, and, these are big, um, big munich beers also and, and some people who go to oktoberfest very often are like this tends the best no this tends the best so they actually are very they're different yeah you in know, the atmosphere yes and, some tents are very like party atmosphere for younger early 20s and, and some yeah. summer for more for 30 to 40 but you know still it, the amount of people getting drunk is the same or probably all no matter which tents you're going to people are pounding yeah. giant beers but i think the music and the general atmosphere changes and the people i think uh yeah maybe some you have older older generations some you have you know younger people uh yeah and there's about 20 smaller uh tents so you're talking about like 20 24 different tents in total that's huge yeah well no 14 large 20 smaller ones so 34 oh, in oh, total sorry okay yeah well it's a lot of tents and the large tents like i said they're big tents hold between five to eight thousand people think about that five to eight thousand people in these tents and i mean you remember when you go into these tents you know these just aren't plates on grass these have professional wood floors they oh, have yeah. they have kitchens built-in bathrooms you walk in this thing it looks like a it's how exciting it is it looks like a permanent structure. You oh, know yeah. what I mean? Like it, it's it, like they if, are not if, joking around. If you've ever been to a Christmas market here in Germany, it's kind of like that. Like they're not like little pop-ups things; they're full-on buildings. Yeah, uh, but it's still technically a tent. Like it's covered in you know, and it's only there for those two a weeks. Tent material. Yeah, and I remember when I lived in Munich uh, for over a month before the event. You know, I'd go buy this place on my way to and from work. Yeah, and it would take them like over six weeks. To, for each of these uh, crews to build these, uh, I'm surprised it's that short. Yeah. I would assume like yeah, it, a half but, a year. But it, it was it was a long time because these are serious, uh, made of wood. These are serious constructions. Yeah. So the Germans can make tents to drink real quick, but they can't make an airport. They can coming October 31st <laughs> to a city. <laughs> well, I guess they're also Bavarians, and <laughs> yeah. not Berlin's different. Uh, yeah, and also there, there's a bunch of um, different food stalls, there's roller coasters, rides. Um, kind of like these typical fair rides, but a little bit bigger yeah. and more. A, a lot of stuff for the kiddies. Yeah. A lot of stuff for the kids. Also for the adults when you're, when you're smashed. It's great to go, you know, on the tilt-a-whirl thing. Yeah, yeah. I made the worst choice of my life to go. And, and the mobile roller coaster they have, they don't joke around. It's a big roller coaster. It's a big roller coaster, yeah. And after several liters of beer, we got the idea of to go on that roller coaster. And yes. it was like the worst three minutes of my life. Ah, good time. So, uh, Jeff, what what are we... We're drinking beer, but like, what, what does this beer look like, Jeff? Okay, well... 
you know, the Germans uh, don't deal in small sizes, even in general, right? So we've talked about this before. You go to a shop here and you buy a beer. A German beer is 0.5 liter, where an American standard beer is 0.3, yeah. slightly larger. But in Oktoberfest, you can't get this size. No. What, what you'll be handed is what's called a Maas in German. Maas. And it is a uh, Bierstein that is a one liter of beer. Yes. One liter. And it's large. And so you don't like a newbie if you ever drink one. You don't hold the mug like a coffee mug. Like you don't hold it like, you know, mm. with your hand. With the you handle, s- you mean? With the handle, yeah. You slide your hand to touch the mug and then the handle goes around your hand. Right. So it's easier to pick up. Yeah, yeah. So so imagine, yeah, your your hand is cupping the actual cup. Cup. Yeah. Yeah, and the handle is just kind of reinforcing. It's like a belt. In case you're not, you know. Yeah, because you'll, you'll, you'll be wobbling around a bit after a few of those. Um, yeah, so you drink those must. They're enormous. Uh, and what's incredible, you see the, the usually their waitresses um, carrying like 20 of these. 20 of them at a time. Yeah, yeah. we're talking about serious weight, like 50 kilos worth of beer. I'm not joking. It's unbelievable. And these are like 22-year-old girls, and they have no problem. They walk over, and they have, God, how many, yeah, five to ten masses in each in each hand, hand. And then they're balancing a few on top of those as well. It's it's, it's a sight to behold. And it's, it's crazy how, how they even get your order, because the place is an absolute zoo. Because we mentioned, we mentioned five to 8,000 people in these big tents. And yeah. so there are people all over. There's people trying to get seats. Now, we didn't mention, but um, depending on when you go, there could be a line to get in. Most likely there is. Once you get in and once you get a spot at a table. Good luck. If you if you get a spot at a table, you... you pl- like, you're not moving. You, 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 you're you there, and you're there yeah. for the duration because the second you leave that spot, people are going to take your spot, and it's gone. So there's no like, oh, let's come back in half an hour to this town. No, no, no. no, no, no. You're never going to get back in. So you sit there for five, six, seven hours. Exactly. You know? And you got to realize, too, like these waitresses going around, getting food orders, getting drink orders, delivering everything. Like It's not like a restaurant with 6,000 people where people are sitting down, you know, waiting courteously. Like People are on tables. They're dancing. They're screaming. They're throwing food at each other. Um that's tradition I'll get into. Um, and, and the food there is also incredible. You're spending like 20, 20 euros. It's expensive. It's kind of like a kino, like in a movie theater. They know you're there. like you, and, and you're getting you're drinking a lot of alcohol. So in order to, to last the whole yep. day, you got it. And that's the smart thing. People who know what they're doing, they know every other liter of beer, order yourself some food because you've got to pad that stomach. you got to pad else it. This day is going to end much earlier than you want it to. Get yourself a nice uh, pork knuckle. Right. Yeah, they, they got a pork knuckle that's literally like half the size of your head. So good. They've got, um, it's a lot of basics of like really tasty chicken and pork knuckle and and, and bratwurst, you know, big yeah, sausage. It's, it's pretty much like yeah, just stereotypical food. Bavarian food. I think the stereotype of what Americans have for Germany is that type of food. Exactly. Like, yeah. But when you're doing heavy drinking, you need this thick, heavy food to really to, to slow things down. Yeah. Um, and when it comes to the beer, it's funny. It's, no matter what tent you go to, it's, it's very simplistic. You literally, you can order a Helles or a Dunkel. Like, yeah. you're, it's literally a light beer or a dark beer. That's your choices. And it comes in whatever brand supports that tent. If right. It, you just get that brand's Helles or that brand's Dunkel. You can't, you can't go in there and be like, what are your craft beer selections? There's no craft beer selection. No craft beer. No, no, no. Get like, yourself a Leuvenbrau, drink it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, and there's lots of like a buttload of singing and dancing. Uh, usually, you have a live band playing, and like they get that they get that crowd jacked up for these, these like oompa bands. These yeah. Oompa, 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 oompa. yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, they get you really jacked up. Like they're, they're incredible and actually really good bands. People are on the table, they're dancing, they're singing. And what a really fun tradition is is uh, if you're a brave soul, um, you can stand up on your table 
and chug your beer. The entire liter of beer. The entire liter of beer at once. And the people go crazy. Because what happens is people see you do it. The entire tent will turn, stop what they're doing, look at you, start hitting the table, hitting the table, hitting the table. Now, if you finish it, you're a god. If you, you are a if you, god. If you don't, you are booed out of that fucking tent. Yeah, they yeah. boo you and they throw their food at you. Yeah. yeah. And, and one time, I think it was the first time I was at Oktoberfest. This is one of the best moments of my life. So this like 22-year-old guy gets up. like So some like 40-year-old, like, you know, brick brick house of a man got up, did it, no problem, right? So five minutes later, this 22-year-old, like little tiny German boy got up. He's like, I got this. He goes, he goes halfway through, spits it up. He fails, right? Oh. Boo, boo, boo. Then, and I'm not kidding you, a 70-year-old German woman in her dreamdle, her, her uh, like, uh, what do you call it, her traditional German dress, yeah. 70 years old, not joking, slowly clambers onto the top of the table, picks up a liter of beer, downs it in two gulps, puts Legend. it back down, and, it, and it's like, yes, she's been doing this for the past, <laughs> <Years>. like... <laughs> 50, 60 years, and she she made such a fool out of that young guy who thought it would be no big deal. Because get a lead, think I'm talking about it's a like lot. a liter I mean, of beer. It's a lot of it's a lot, lot of, of liquid. It's a lot of, lot of anything. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a, I, I, when I was there, I saw a um, this big dude go up. Uh, he could not chug it. Everyone's booing him, throwing food at him, and just you know, it's like it's all in fun jest. No yeah, one's actually exactly. hating yeah, on yeah. you. Yeah, and you're, you're um, not like you're not actually booted out of the tent no, or anything. No. Though. And then this like tiny, tiny girl stood up, probably like 19, 20 years old. Yeah, like couldn't weigh more than like 120 pounds. Got up and just chugged the whole thing, and she had that whole tent like in her pocket. People were yeah. so jacked up to see that. And the difference was the guy was probably a tourist who thought it was no big deal. Yeah. And then the little girl was a German who's been doing this since she was like 14 and exactly. has no problem. Um, exactly. But yeah, it's 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 really amazing because like you said, by by the evening, literally there is not a person who is not standing on the tables, dancing and singing along with great songs. Actually, one of the Oddly enough, like I think one of the most popular Oktoberfest songs that you hear at every tent once an hour is the uh, John Denver, take me home, take me home to the place where I belong. Germans go crazy for the song. West Virginia, yeah. Yeah, could not tell you why. They've never been to West Virginia. They don't give a fuck about West Virginia, but yeah. they love that song, and it's that true. song really plays like it's clockwork. Um, another song, which is which, in any tent you go to, it's it's kind of like a I call it kind of like a call to arms song. It's about every twenty to thirty minutes they play this. Um, I'm Prozzi, I'm Prozzi, der Gemütlichkeit. I'm Prozzi, I'm Prozzi, der Gemütlichkeit. Zika zaka, zika zaka, and everyone goes oi 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 oi. Yeah, and, and at the end of that song. Everyone in the place has to take a big sip, you know. Yeah. So that's why I call it a call to arms because basically it's like the okay, things are getting dead in here. Let's get them going again. And that song comes up, and everyone has to take a sip, uh, and yeah. everyone loves it. And it and so if anybody's like, if you're feeling like a little tired or whatever, it wakes you back up again, and the music keeps going. It's so it's, yeah. it's just it's a good time. It, it's a great time. Like I'm getting all jacked up talking about it right now, you know. Like the zika zaka zika zaka. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, um, there's, there's so many uh, God stories I could I could I could tell. <laughs> but you know, another thing is like so like 7 million liters of beer I mean as you probably experienced by the end of the night the floors the seats everything are just covered Gross. in a thickness of beer yeah. your shoes get the first time I went to Oktoberfest uh, I came home uh, didn't do anything with my shoes and two days later I saw that mold was growing on my shoes oh not my joking I'd throw them away so from then on I bought a cheap 5 euro pair of uh, 
of shoes from a uh, used clothing store. Smart. And, and I still have them, and they are my Oktoberfest shoes. I just wear those just for that time because I don't mind getting them trashed with beer or whatever. And it's funny, too, uh, a few years ago, Adidas, or yeah, Adidas actually released an Oktoberfest sneaker that was um, black with brown stripes, and it was actually um, beer proof. Sneaker. Oh, nice. So you can yeah. take Oktoberfest and not worry about your, your new kicks getting scuffed. Makes sense. Now, Alex, uh, we're going to have to take a little a pause, which in German is pause. True. <laughs> to uh, tell you some important info, what's going on. Yes. If you listened to our episode last week, we talked about a secret code to win a prize. Um, a, free, a free book that we're, free give, book. we're giving away. Yeah. So the secret. So if you hear, you're going to hear right now. And if you want to partake, uh, tag us on Instagram or Facebook with a picture or something like this. Drinking whiskey if you want, drinking beer, not drinking anything, whatever you want to do. Tag us in that. Have the code in the um, in the post. And what is today's secret code? Today's secret code is Red Spot Forty Four. That is Red Spot Four Four. Red Spot Four Four. Now moving on. Moving on. But good luck to everyone who may enter. May, I don't know. Almost said the force be with you, but I don't want to say that. So may uh, may I don't know. We're we're gonna choose someone at random. Maybe it'll be you. We'll see. Enjoy, enjoy. <laughs> um, so Jeff, oh, what we haven't mentioned this whole time. What are we, what are we wearing when we go to Oktoberfest? Yes, exactly. Sorry, guys, we forgot to mention that. Uh, of course. Um, all right, if you're American right now, have never been to Germany, just close your eyes and imagine a German person. That's what you wear. In the traditional lederhosen. Yeah, you wear the lederhosen, which means leather pants, and there's those pants that are shorts, and they go up, and then there's like suspenders that go over. And, and then you have a bright colored kind of, uh, uh, not flannel, but what'd you call it? Um, like a checkered shirt. Checkered shirt, there you yeah. go, yeah. Um, and what's great about them is not a lot. <laughs> and what sucks about them is that, obviously, you're at well, Tupperfest. What's great about them is you look pretty snazzy when you're in one. You do look snazzy, that's yeah. true. And, and women wear a dirndl, which is a traditional um, Bavarian dress, I guess. Which is quite pretty, yeah. Yeah. Um, so the, the bad thing about lederhosen is that it's really difficult to go pee in them, which is not good for Oktoberfest when you're drinking a bunch of beer because there's no fly or anything like that. You have like but four they have, buttons. The, thing, the, odd thing, the odd thing is they have a, a flap, right? where your big right, flap. Right where your crotch is that's buttoned. And it makes you think like, Oh, like they thought about this, you know, but this is for ease of peeing. Right. But does it really ease the peeing? No. No. It doesn't. It but, makes it that much harder. So going pee is difficult, especially when you have like a bathroom filled with 4,000 other people. Yeah. So these are huge tents. And so the bathrooms, especially, okay, now I've never, for obvious reasons, never been in the women's bathroom in a Oktoberfest tent. But if you go to the men's bathroom, it is, uh, right. size wise, it is huge and we've all been in a bathroom where there's like a small trough right like right. rather than separate urinals a large trough with water pouring down it but we're talking about a room that has about 20 different troughs and yeah. i'm not joking each of these troughs is 20 meters long like they're this is just and you they're walk big boys you walk in and you just hear you just hear and smell water and urine and uh it's it's it, it smells absolutely disgusting and you're like Elbow to elbow, trying to find a spot to squeeze in so you can, you know, get that beautiful release. Right. Because if you're drinking, I mean, you know, you're drinking, I mean, actually, especially, you know, uh, you're yeah. drinking a lot of beer, even normal people without bladder problems. You're going to the beer, <laughs> you're going to the bathroom 
Constantly. Constantly. Yeah. Uh, and there are actually over 1,800 toilets and urinals at Oktoberfest. So unlike Berlin Parks, they did not skim at Oktoberfest. That's true. That's true. Uh, and, and then for men, of course, like you said, there's a lot of, like, always a bunch of troughs. So I don't know how many of them there are. But um, yeah, it's, it's gross. Uh, and you got to, you know, I always try to plan to go like a minute before I actually really have to go so I can, you know, take a minute to undo my later hose and buttons and everything. Yeah, you know, a key thing I learned, because uh, I've been Oktoberfest, I think, th- three or four separate years, and each year I went uh, more than one day. Yeah. Um, go during a really popular song because everybody is like, you see people running out of the bathroom because they want to come and dance and sing to that song. The bathrooms are mm. much more empty. you got more time. Nice. Uh, so, I mean, you're going you're gonna to miss out on the good song, but... But let's be honest, they play the songs over and over again, so you just wait an hour, you'll be fine. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then before we, um, yeah, let's keep going. Uh, we'll talk about right now the health slash drunkenness at the event. So there's actually a German word for a passed out drunk person at Oktoberfest, and it's called Bierleichen. Which literally means beer corpse. Beer corpse. Because, you know, what, what you have is uh, the Oktoberfest grounds are surrounded by it's kind of sunken, if that's the way to say it. Or the, the ground's surrounded kind of by like this like grassy kind of like slight, a hill slight type hill. Thing, yeah. And by the end of the night, you'll just literally see hundreds of people on this hill completely passed out from just overdoing <laughs> it. Um, so, to- yeah. So it totally makes sense. Beer corpse. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, on that hill, you'll see a bunch of, uh, a bunch of beer corpses there. So that's fun. Uh, you will be thrown out of a tent if you throw up or show any other overt signs of being drunk and will not be allowed back inside. And what that means is like, you know, obviously everyone's drunk, it's fine. But it means like, yeah, if you're puking or if you know, like... You're falling down and like... It, it's, yeah, if it's, you're it's, saying some, you know, bad things to people, if yeah, you're, you're assaulting somebody... grabbing a waitress or you're yeah. just like stumbling. It's funny because like... It's very strict too. This this is like an institution to get drunk, right? But the security there is very strict. If, if you show signs of drunkenness, like you're, yeah. you're, you're being a nuisance in any way, uh, they will toss you, which which of course you're like, but you just that served me all this sense. beer. But no, but they still, they still want like a nice atmosphere maintained, if right. that makes any sense, which it doesn't. Because it's not a club, it's a family event to get smashed. And actually, that's a good that's a good segue because because a lot of people say like, oh well, you know, maybe I like beer, but I don't like to get drunk. And you don't have to go to Oktoberfest to get drunk. No, like, of course not. You can go. You can it's have a whole experience too. Yeah, you can have one beer, two beers, and then just call it a day. And actually, uh, twice during Oktoberfest, every Tuesday is a what they call the family day. True. Yeah, yeah. Where, where they uh, from ten till seven p.m. are a family day. And actually, if you go to a tent at say noon rather than evening. Uh, it's much quieter. The music's quieter. There, there's practically no drunk people, and it's for the the family people or the people who just want to come have a quiet beer and yeah, exactly and, and not you know have crazy people all around them. You know, yeah, for sure. And it's also you know it's also I think um, even if you're not into beer or something like that, I think it's still worth just a visit and walk around because it is you know an institution. I yeah. think it's kind of like something you just kind of have to see for yourself. Once some people go and they say I hated it or like. I like you know it was good for one day. But I'm not going to go back. It's like yeah, cool, whatever. Oh, understand completely. And yeah. it's totally understandable because it's definitely not for everybody. Yeah, I mean, um, it's fun. It's really fun in the sense that okay, Bavarians are really not known for their overt friendliness. Let's say okay, but if you go to Oktoberfest, you know you'll have this these just, these tables are full of Bavarians, right? 
that normally wouldn't maybe give you the time of day, but if one second you sit at at this tent, you become now best friends with everybody at that table. I mean, if if you're at a table with actual Germans there. Yeah, yeah, but I'm saying like even if there are actual Germans, they, they are the happiest, most friendliest they've ever been. And and again, not because they're drunk, they really just enjoy the event, they enjoy the atmosphere, they're 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 much more friendly. And again, like if you stick to a table for several hours, you really sorry, uh, you, you become just like like Tight, yeah. tight with that table. Family. Yeah. It's yeah. like Olive Garden. When you're, you're here, you're a family. Yes. <laughs> but also, uh, yeah, if you're lucky, you can find a table with Germans because it is an absolute, like, there's people from all over the world. I think when I was there, I actually met, like, one German at the table. All, all, the whole table we had with people from America, from Australia, from Canada, from Spain, from, you know, everywhere. Yeah. Which is cool. It's super international, but still very German. Yeah, It's, yeah. it's, it's kind of like... That's like kind of Germany, you know? Yeah, I forget. Traditions, the, but still international. It's cool. Absolutely, yeah. And I forget the numbers, but I think I read that actually of the Oktoberfest visitors, like something like 70% are German, only 30% are international. Really? Like, yes, it's actually much, like you, you will. I mean, it could have been a 10,000. I yeah, don't know. Yeah, yeah, I was yeah. in a Löwenbräu tent. Maybe that was and, a more and again, touristy my, my one. numbers could be wrong, but I remember when I looked it up, I was surprised that actually at least half uh, were, were Germans, you know? Oh, cool. Yeah. All right, then. Uh, real quick, a few more little tidbits uh, if you're going to go visit. Uh, getting there is super easy by the subway stations right nearby the uh, Wiesenfield and uh, very central in the city. So it's not a problem to get there, even from the airport. Very easy to get there. So not a problem. Yeah. And one thing that we uh, we actually f- I forgot to, to mention was um, hotels in Munich for oh, the Oktoberfest yes. time are literally booked out. A year in advance. Eight to nine months yeah, out. I easily. mean, so uh, if Oktoberfest just happened and you want to go to the next one, you should already be thinking about booking your hotel because yeah. uh, they are truly, truly uh, just booked out early and the and they, they every, the, everything doubles the prices and stuff. So, so exactly. to really think in advance, I'm not saying it's impossible to get a hotel or somewhere to stay three months before, but it's going to be difficult, it's be difficult. And, and expensive. Price is going to be expensive, yeah. I, I would also recommend, um, if you're planning on going, like you said, a year in advance, try to book a table as well. True. Because it's hard to find a table if you're going, you know, willy-nilly. Um, but if you book a table, it, it's like, I think it's like a thousand bucks for a table, a thousand euro for a table. But if you have like 15, 20 people, then it could be okay, actually. Yeah, but uh, yeah, it, it, it can be trouble. But I know every time I've gone to Oktoberfest, Fest, we eventually found if you hang in the tent for like half an hour, 45 minutes, eventually yeah. you'll squeeze yourself into a table. Like, um, so don't think you have to reserve, but it, like Alex said, it will make your life uh, easier. Much easier, If yeah. you do, yeah. Um, and then for security things, because uh, it is a big event, uh, people get worried about these things. Sure. There's a temporary police station and medical station created at the event, which houses like all the necessary emergency equipment, vehicles, everything you'll need. So there is that there. <clears throat> and also during a uh, terrorist bombing at Oktoberfest in 1980, uh, the security was greatly increased. And I can say that for sure when I was there, like you can't bring a bag inside. Um, Codes are checked. Everything's checked. So they really up the security to make sure it's very safe so everyone can have it. Yeah, and there's only like a few official entrances to get onto the grounds. The rest is fenced off. Yeah. Uh, So don't worry. And again, they had this, unfortunately, this terrorist attack uh, actually quite back in the day. So they're already thinking along those lines a lot long before, um, you know, other places were. You know what I mean? Because this this was long before 
the September 11th and all this kind of uh, yeah, yeah, stuff. True. So they're already they're already along those lines. But uh, but yeah, if you could real quick, like uh, tell the story of the time that you went to the Munich sure. Oktoberfest. I think I mentioned uh, another episode a while ago, but I'll, I'll mention it again. Um, I've only been Oktoberfest, the official one in Munich once. I've been to one in Berlin a million times, but the, the real one I've only been to once. And so what happened was um, I was just, you know, sleeping as I do Saturday morning. <laughs> My girlfriend wakes me up at, uh, at, I think it was five in the morning, wearing a dirndl, the traditional dress. And she's like, wake up. I'm like, okay, why? What are we doing? So we're going to Oktoberfest. I was like, in, in Munich? He's like, yeah, in Munich. I was like, when? She goes, right now. Like, get dressed. We're going right now. I'm like oh okay, and so I got uh, I got at the time I didn't have a uh, a later hose, and so I got dressed you know in like yeah. a brown brown pants and everything. Yeah, that was a cool surprise though. It was a great surprise. So we got on a plane, flew down to Munich. It's about a forty minute plane ride. Uh, got on a train. It was unfortunately pouring that day, oh. so I probably had a harder time finding a table as well because everyone was inside. Sure. Um, yeah, and um, we had no hotel book, so we went there the whole day. Had a, a fantastically fun day. Left the tent at around like maybe we got there at maybe noon. Left the tent at like six seven p.m. I was she was doing okay. I was absolutely gone. Went to a bar after to wait for our flight. Fell asleep in the bar. Went to the airport like two hours early. Slept in the airport. <laughs> and what was funny in the airport on the, on the air on the plane to Munich, we saw this guy wearing like wearing. Um, like a fake lederhosen type thing mm. with his long curly hair, no backpack, no luggage, no anything. And on the way back, we saw the same guy stumbling across in the airport. Oh, and we saw him in Berlin stumbling back to the S-Bahn to go back home. So like I also went for a day trip as well. See, but that's so insane to literally go to Oktoberfest and come back to Berlin the same day. I but mean, the thing is, like the flight is not expensive. Yeah. And like, like you said, getting a hotel is crazy expensive in Munich. And it's it, you can actually do it on a day trip. It's a forty-five minute plane ride, you know. Yeah, I mean, but that's so insane. It was insane, but it was like, it was a great surprise. It was such a fantastic day. It's so cool. It was like, f I think five or four to five years ago, as of like three days ago. Nice, awesome. Yeah, I yeah. loved it. Yeah, I, I've been three times. Like once, I was lucky enough to be living in Munich during the time. Perfect. During the time, which is again saves you on hotel costs. But it was so strange because it's pretty normal for like Bavarian companies that. They allow their employees to go to Oktoberfest because it's like a right of a Bavarian apparently or something like, like during that. work. No, I mean like yeah, on a work day. Yeah, yeah. Okay. and so like I think two or three times we went during lunch and uh, only had two beers. But again, we're talking about two liters, so it's about like six beers. So that, and, yeah, yeah. Okay, and it was and we come you know and I yeah and I work in film, so we come back. And you just, you'd realize like, oh my God, I'm like, I'm drunk. Like, this, <laughs> you know, you, you just went, you just had two beers. You were just gone for, you know, half an hour. But oh my God. And then I, I remember I had to ask the uh, the intern. I was like, can you, you do things for a little while? Like, I didn't go sit back. <laughs> like, I, I, I didn't tell him why, but I, I, was, I was just like, oh my God. I am God. absolutely smashed. Can you take care of this for me, please? Yeah, but it was funny. It was just like, it was just a quick one hour, like grab some sure, lunch sure. and a couple, couple beers. But it, again, it's like. The beers are huge, but you just think of it as okay. That's one beer. That's two beer. You don't you forget the volume that you're really drinking. True. Um, so that was interesting. And then the other two times I went, um, I had when I lived in Munich, I still kept in touch with my old roommates. So I just crashed at my old apartment when I came back once. And but the first time I went to Munich was really strange. Uh, I went with my friend Dan, who's from California, and he had like a friend of a friend of a friend okay. who had an apartment in Munich, right? 
So somebody we had no connection with at all. At all. Right? But somehow the guy was this nice German and he's just like, oh, you're the friend of the friend of the friend of, Christ- <laughs> of Christoph? Sure. And But the odd thing was, so we arrived in the night after they were already asleep and he and he just left the key like under the mat or something. I forget how we got in, but we got in. And then we did the next two days at Oktoberfest, but we were gone the whole evening when they were home. And then we slept in till like noon because we got home late, right? Completely smashed. And they're already at work. So for the two days we stayed with them, we never once met the people we were staying with. Perfect. So bizarre. <laughs> uh, but uh, but yeah, it, but, the, but again, it's like if you're smart, you drink a lot of water, uh, you, yeah. you keep eating food, you'll be fine. Like when we say, because the first time I went, I had seven liters of beer, which sounds oh my God. insane. But that was over many hours and eating lots of food, drinking lots and of also, water. drink yeah. as much as you want to drink. You don't need to be, no one's pressuring you to do drink no, 20 no, no. beers. Like, just do what you want to do. Exactly. Also, a uh, little pro tip as well, um, especially on your first order of beer or food, definitely tip your waitress a lot. Absolutely. Like 50, 70% tip because then they will definitely come back to you more often because they are busy as you mentioned there's a lot of they're, tables. they're, they're crazy and they're, and they're working their balls off too like usually in germany and europe you don't really tip like you do in the states but oktoberfest even though it's expensive i would recommend especially in that first order tip like you know 10 20 euro and the next order is tip three four five whatever but like that first one if you tip them first they'll come back to you and you can get you can get your beers you want them yeah they're called and, the, the beer mation uh but yeah. just treat them right because and then they'll treat you right and having exactly. having mentioned that we should mention uh you need to if you're going to Octoberfest even for a day, prepare to spend minimum hundred euro. I would say minimum because yep. each beer is a little, little over ten euro. The food is expensive. Yep. If you do any of the rides or whatever, it's going to cost you money. So I think you're going to put in one day. You will put back a hundred euro, which yep. and again, it's a lot of money. But just go one day, have a good time, and then have that as yep. your memory. Well, like whether uh, it's worth it for you, that's your decision. Exactly. But um, I, I think it's I think it's fun. Um, it's a nice place to end, I think. I think it's a good yeah. place to end, yeah. I, I think we gave a nice overview. Right? I did. I think we did, too. Uh, October Fest, it's a good time. Highly recommend it once to open again. Uh, again, don't forget to... Um, don't forget to uh, join the competition. Not competition. The, the, the prize giveaway. The prize giveaway, if you're into it. Uh, we gave the code. You can go back and find it. We will not say it again. We will but, not say it but again. But there is a secret code. And again, all you have to do is make a post on Instagram or Facebook. Uh, make sure you tag Americans in Germany drinking whiskey, either our Facebook page or our Instagram. Exactly. And include the secret code. And then from those who do this, we will pick a winner and we will mail directly to your house. Yeah, we'll contact you and um, we'll mail to wherever you want it to be because mailed Because Amazon to. does that. And you'll receive a very funny book. Yeah, for sure. Um, but what's not funny is whiskey. It's whiskey reviews. <laughs> um, yeah, it's a little, little cheers. cheers right there. Yeah. I gotta say, as far as, as far as bourbon goes, definitely my favorite bourbon we've had. And the last one that we had, um, what was it called? The Woodford Reserve was also yeah, good. That was also really good. But this one, maybe because it's very rye-y. It's, it's on the verge of rye. Yeah. Um, flavor-wise, I mean. Flavor-wise. Yeah, I really like it. Um, I'm going I'm going with my heart like usual. I'm gonna go um, eight. Solid eight. Solid eight, yeah. I think. The yeah, nine yeah. would be too much, but I think eight. This, uh, I drink it. It's super satisfying. It's smooth. It's, it's got a very burn, but smooth. It's smooth. Yeah, the burn is just enough. It's not too much. And for any of you who are just say like, ah, I'm not, a, I'm not a uh, bourbon guy. Yeah, I'm not either. 
I really enjoy this. Yeah. Actually, you know what? I'm going to say seven and a half. Ooh, downgrading. Just, just, just a little bit. Now I'm thinking about it more. Just because it's not like a crazy amount of flavor. You know I don't what I mean? know. Take another sip. Take another sip. Okay. See if you get that 0.5 back. Yeah. Uh, screw it. Give it an eight. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Nice. We're okay. We're okay. <laughs> yes, I fought for that eight. Um, yeah. So again, please uh, give us a review if you feel so inclined. Um, you know, do all the things that, that we asked before. Send us a message. If you got it. ideas for topics, send us a message. Yeah. If you have questions about moving abroad, send us a message. We answer every, all messages we get. Yeah, we do. Uh, we like to give advice, so don't be shy. Yeah, exactly. And um, prost. Zika 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 zika. Oi, oi, oi. Oi, oi, oi. Cheers. Cheers. Mazel tov. <laughs> <laughs>